0: We're back with another edition of the Behind the You podcast, joined by Jaden Davis. How are you, my friend? I'm great. How are you? I'm fantastic. So now that you've had some time, well, you've had some time to reflect on a lot of stuff. Now that it's all settled down, would you do it again, coming
1: to Miami? How'd oh, you like 100%. it? 100%. <laughs> 100%. I loved it. I mean, it was everything I, I could have asked for out of a program, you know. Um, you know, jumping in the portal is is a big risk, you know. There's thousands of Great football players that get into the portal at the end of each, whether that be spring, whether that be right now, is just crazy. And you know, you take a risk getting into the portal, and then to have the hometown team, Miami, come knocking, it was just, it was, it was more, it was crazy. You know, to it just completed the story. You know, I went away for a while. I enjoyed that; it was cool. But it was time for me to change and I get a change of scenery. And I'm back home, and everything they told me in recruiting, it came true. And I, I just, it couldn't have gone better for me. Now what's on the chain right here? Was that say four by forty-four? Four, four, four. Oh, it's uh, actually it means my mom, my dad, my two brother. That I actually wore number four at Oklahoma. Okay. And I have worn four my whole life, and it's just it's just a reminder that like it's for family and just a reminder about that. So that's actually why I was gonna really wear sixteen. But I'm like, no, I got to do something with the four. Like, so I ended up wearing twenty-two because two plus two is four. So I got that's you, how man. I ended up with the twenty-two.
0: <laughs> so what was it that coming in as a veteran, maybe as opposed to an f- incoming freshman to Miami, what was it that you appreciated about that experience? And what was it that they said to you that held true, that made that a genuine
1: transaction? I mean, for me, like you said, I'm a veteran guy. It's not really about the glitz and glamour. It's not really about all that. It's about like, how can we help each other and help you guys help the university achieve their dreams with this winning games, being successful, and helping me achieve my dreams which are going to the next level and I felt like it was both with coach Gidry, man he coach Adai they, those are the, the defensive guys that I really are with every day and stuff like that you know they really helped me with my game and, and my confidence because that was the back end of my career at Oklahoma it was really a confidence thing I don't think it was more physical and they let me be free they they talked to me they allowed me to communicate to them what I felt was right what I felt what I didn't like and I felt like my voice was being heard, you know what I'm saying, and the techniques that uh, Coach Adai, Coach Guidry teach, it, it's just like you, if you want to play football and you play football the right way and you want to compete, like that's the place to be. And then Coach Cristobal, man, he he's I don't know, I'm kind of lost for words. It's kind of like everything that he said and and exactly how he was, it was just it was all the same. And he wants to win. He wants to win back. That's that was just the the point of just changing this culture, and and he said guys like yourself help change this culture. So I wanted to be a part of changing the culture at a place that's you know so, thirty minutes from the crib. So so
0: w- walk me through this. You came in in the spring. Is that when you went into the portal? Um, I entered the portal at the end of spring. End of spring. All right. So you 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 put your name. However that process, the portal, whatever this fictitious. We know the portal is real, but wherever your name goes,
1: right? <laughs> you go to
0: compliance right. first. So, and you got to go so- to compliance. Jaden, just look at me. When you're when you officially go in the portal, <laughs> and your and your name pops up across uh hundred and twenty nine other schools, what happens after that?
1: Oh, hell breaks loose! <laughs> I bet <laughs> after that. I mean, it it was crazy because you know I, the portal's new, and like I knew people that got in the portal, but obviously my situation is a little bit different than most of my friends. Like they get in the portal, they weren't really playing or they played some and then they didn't play, you know, I was a three-year starter and I'm starting like, so as soon as I get in the portal, it's like messages on you. Cause everybody has your phone number. So it's calls, constant calls. It's constant texts, constant DMS on Twitter, DMS on Instagram. Hey, this is Da Da da. Can you hit my phone? And some, some coaches don't even, they skip the whole social media step. They just go straight to calling your phone. Like, you're getting random nu-
0: random numbers mm-hmm. you think it's like some somebody trying
1: to collect a debt or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's all different area, but like when you when you it's cool because like you know, Apple, like when you get the call, it says like the city and the state. So it'll say Alabama's gone, like, Miami's gone, Miami, Georgia, yeah, Athens, like, okay.
0: Georgia, Miami, Florida, tuscaloosa yeah, Alabama, whatever.
1: Yeah, it's different. It's 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 definitely different, but you like. I already had a plan going into it, like which schools I was really interested in. Like I did my homework, I'm a veteran guy, you know, I'm not really looking, I knew exactly what I was looking for and what situations I wanted to walk into. So I actually had uh, notes that I went through with uh, my dad, my mom, and uh, a couple of my close friends that we went through and notes, it had like 10 schools on it. And I think I ended up getting offered by eight of those 10 schools, but Miami was definitely at the top of the list.
0: What was on the notepad, like, for Miami? What was on the notepad, and what did Jada Davison want? What was a
1: good fit? And then what what was in the notepad for Miami? Um, for me, it was um, schematic, like, scheme. So they had uh, Coach Guidry coming in. He was at Marshall, and he produced great DBs. So I, it was obviously number one was a defensive coordinator for me because I'm a defensive guy. So defensive coordinator was number one, and he had a history of producing DBs, Then it was DB coach okay, DB coach has a history of producing DBs. Then you go into stuff like rosters. Like, how do I fit into the roster? They don't bring a senior in. I'm be a senior. They don't bring a senior in to not play. You know what I'm saying? So, okay, how is the roster? Do they return two starters? Do you return three starters? Do you How did these guys play? How did this play? You know what I'm saying? And then it goes into now for me, I know how it was in Norman, Oklahoma. Now I look for location. Do I want to be in this place or do I want to be in this place? You know what I'm saying? Conference. Conference plays a big role. You look at the schedules, how how hard the schedule is, where do they have big games? Do they have games against top receivers? And then like for me, the is this, this team a uh, possible winning? You know what I'm saying? So every team, I trust me, it was long nights looking at uh making a list of teams and just going through conferences and like I had a list of schools that and these are schools that fit like, okay, they don't return both of their starters. They took a transfer. I'm ready to compete for a spot at this school, this school, this school. And, you know, nothing's ever given. But like, you know, when when you have an opportunity to compete, because just say a school like Alabama, Alabama returned two of their starting corners, even if Alabama were to reach out. It's different because you return two starters while you, you know what I'm saying? Right. There's a difference between competing and then, like, I'm just going to be another number for them. So it's just you You had to really weigh all those options. But Miami was at the top of the list from the jump, and it was just, they, they checked every box. It was home. It just felt right.
0: Change the trajectory of your career or find your new passion. Both are possible at the University of Miami's Division of Continuing and International Education. The division offers over 50 courses with online and hybrid options for on-the-go professionals and busy parents. Visit Miami.edu slash DCIE to learn more or call our enrollment advisors at 305-284-4000 to discover which course is right for you. What's it like to be recruited by Mario Cristobal?
1: Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely, he definitely a great recruiter. He. he he is like everything every question you think of asking like he's gonna answer that question like 10 seconds after it's like he knows like if he's saying something and you might have a question about it he's gonna circle back to it and answer the question before you even get to it so and he gets to it he's like you have any questions it's like dang like nah i want to sound <laughs> like, i want to sound like i was paying attention like i was 100 percent paying attention to you and i want to make a question because like i don't want you to think i wasn't paying attention but like you answered all my questions. Like, <laughs> I have nothing else to say, you know. And it's just, he knows how to, like, put a smile on your face, you know, and, and that's good. He's a people's person Um, when it comes to just working with families and and, and knowing how to uh, speak to people and when's the right time to say stuff, when's the wrong time to say stuff. And, I mean, it, it works. I, I, I love him for that, and I appreciate him for giving me this opportunity. Did you take a visit?
0: Yes, sir. So what did you think of – being someone who's from this area, you're a Broward County guy, but being someone that's from mm-hmm. this area, when you actually got to come and experience the campus and the visit, what did you, I guess, what did you think going in, right? Like, what did you think was going to happen? What do you think you were going to mm-hmm. see or happen versus what actually you experienced when you came on the visit that I'm assuming probably played a huge part in you tipping the scales and and making it mm-hmm. kind of the place
1: you wanted to be? Like going into it, like once, like social media works fast you start getting recruited by schools. I don't know how, but once you start getting recruited by schools, like all these media outlets know, like exactly when you talk to them, how you talk to them, what the conversation, and I'm like, bro. So once Miami, once people started noticing that like Miami was recruiting me and I was going to take a visit, like, like a lot of other coaches started like negative recruiting Miami. If you know what I mean? Like, Oh, I know what you, you better mean. not, man, You better not go to Miami. Cause this and you better not go to Miami because of this and you better not go to Miami because of this. And it's like, okay, like why Miami never mentioned any other school recruiting. They never negative talk. They never mentioned it, but every other school is talking bad about Miami, no matter who I'm talking to, no matter what conference they play Miami or not. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go in this with an open mind, like 100% open. Cause there's some, there's a reason why you're doing something right. If everybody that I talk to doesn't want me to go here. So, like, they're not talking about all the other schools that are recruiting me. They're talking about Miami. So, I'm like, all right, let me go into this visit. I'm from here, but like, I'm not from that area. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So, I was rarely in Gables. Only time I was in Gables is like a junior day. So, I've only probably been down to the campus probably like two, three times and then been to the Hard Rock a bunch of times, but not really the campus. And then, they had a whole bunch of new stuff. So like, I was just like, I wasn't even from here. Like <laughs> all the stuff down there was relatively new to me and it was a family atmosphere. You know, you walk in, they're like, they're clapping for you. They're introducing themselves. It's just, it's just really a family atmosphere They made me feel like I was home, like even though I was home, but like, <laughs> it made me really feel, it was really like a a, a hometown feel and it, it, it really tipped the scale for me in, in the right direction. So. You get you get dinner at Rusty Pelican? Yes. <laughs> Amazing. I had never been there either. See, that's like all these places you would never – for me, it's like once you get to like – I would say like Wynwood, you're you're going too far. Like, <laughs> for you, you pass past, you mean? <laughs> for me, yeah. For me, it's like you're going too your far. Like, you're a Broward Boulevard kind of guy. Yeah, exactly. Like I'll go north, and I'm not going to Boca. I'll go to like Pompano. Once you get to Wynwood before, it's like it's too far. I never thought to go past – Wimbledon. But now it's like, okay, I love it down here. Like, it's just like it's I'm away from home, but I'm home. So I get to have my own, like, area, my own style down here and still be 40 minutes away from home. I'm just telling you right now, I'm giving you the setup, okay? And you can
0: take it. You can do what, do what you want with this, Jaden. But uh, maybe 10 minutes ago, you, you were talking about where you wanted to go, and you said you would experience Norman.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I mean... It's different. Like, it's a big difference. It's slower. It's a lot slower. People are really nice. You know, like, being from down here, people from here aren't really like nice, friendly, just loving, like inviting people. Like, people from Norman, Oklahoma, the exact opposite. Like, loving, friendly. It's to the point where like traffic jams happen because everybody's like you go no you go no you go here here, here they're honking it they're waiting to honk (laughs) exactly that's the and it's just like um it's a lot slower there's a lot less to do but like play football you know what I'm saying you you focus on your studies did everybody know Jaden Davis yes that was that that good or bad it's good when you're playing good so like (laughs) I've actually have a quick story My, my uh my freshman year playing well you know playing well doing my assignments and everything you know um but the students in my uh in my group actually they were like helping me out with my assignments you know just helping me out like oh you have a game Saturday like okay these are group assignments Jaden you only do one slide because I know you have a game so it, it, it would be even if everybody did three but you do one and we'll do the other ones I'm like all right cool like we're all group. I'm still participating. I'm getting the grade, get an A. My freshman year, we lost to Kansas State. <laughs> we lost to Kansas State. We ended up going to the playoffs and everything, but we lost to Kansas State. So now this week, it's time to do group assignments, and I'm like, I'm so used to doing one like thing. I look at the the thing, the group presentations. There's like nothing done. I'm like why well, there nothing done? Like <laughs> oh, everybody, yo, I text the group me like yo, are we gonna do it? They're like uh. Do you know how to tackle? I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> so I'm confused because I've never met these people before because they're online classes, and they're like, "Oh, you have to do the presentation this week." And we're like, "I'm like what?" They they're turned like, on yeah, you. you. They turned on Yeah, you? they they were like, "Yeah, if you don't do the presentation, we'll tell the teacher that you've only been doing one oh, slide." They did you dirty man, they did so you it's dirty. Like, it's it's big, it's big out there. There's no NFL team. So the football, if you love football, it's like in this country, people love football. And like, if you go to the University of Oklahoma, you go to the University of Oklahoma for one reason—not because you want to be in Norman, Oklahoma, not because you want to live in Oklahoma—because you love Oklahoma Sooners football. You love the Sooners football. You love AD or or AP or you love uh, Kyler Murray. You love Baker Mayfield. You love uh, like you love all those guys. Like you love that historic rivalry between Texas. So it's like you don't go to Oklahoma if you really don't love football or you don't go to that school and not know anything about football. So it's like, that's a big thing out there. You know, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of everything. It's much like being down here, but down here is a little bit different because there's a lot more going on. So like Miami, okay. Miami loses, quote unquote, loses. People can still be like, Oh, but the dolphins are going to win tomorrow or Oh, the heat are winning or, Let's go, to, let's go to this club and let's go out. Let's go uh, drink and let's go not think about it or whatever. You lose in, in Oklahoma, <laughs> everybody's mad until next Saturday. And they might still be mad until two weeks from then. So it's just like, it's a different feel. You know, it's, it's different.
0: Imagine a bank that cares about you. One that sees their customers as part of a team with a common goal to achieve their dreams. Well, imagine that. There is one. We're Amorant. We're ready to help you wherever you are in life, and just as importantly, wherever you want to go. Amorant, official hometown bank of the University of Miami Hurricanes, member FDIC. Did Alonzo Highsmith tell you any stories about talking to Brian Bosworth?
1: Mm-mm. The Boz used to talk to us before Texas. So we would meet before Texas. You
0: see Alonzo get ask him about some stories against uh, playing the Boz when they came down here to the Orange Bowl. <laughs> they, kept, they, caught, they, they kept tv got uh alonzo coming out for the pregame toss and he had some words that you couldn't say on
1: television <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> like the historical like me like living in it like now looking back i played for two like prestigious like universities yes, like, with oklahoma and miami and they have even some rivalries against each other but it's just like hearing about the old stories like it made stuff a little bit like better for me especially like Miami like all the older guys that were like from down here that you see but you don't really know like oh you Jaden da, 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 I played for the U and yeah keep going like the alumni got your back like that was huge for me you know what I'm saying like guys going up to my mom and dad like your son like he, he I know you're proud of him I'm proud of him like that was like big for me you know what I'm saying just making my family proud making the city proud like like this whole state of Florida proud so like that was one of the things that really stuck out for me, like being home. You know what I'm saying? So you were on another
0: podcast, the, the Momentum Podcast. You said on that podcast, <laughs> I don't know if it was your junior or your senior year,
1: but you said you had pretty much determined you were out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gone. So when'd you know?
0: <laughs> when'd you know you were leaving?
1: A hundred percent. I mean, after my junior year, it was like crazy. Like I was gone after my junior year. We lost to Oklahoma State. And everything was just weird, you know, it was a weird dynamic at that point in time. So
0: is that when Lincoln left? Yes, when Lincoln left. Lincoln left, left so, there. That's that's the whole that, coaching that the coaching uh carousel. Mm-hmm. That's when Mario came here, Brian Kelly left, every that that's was the everything happened. That's yeah. when we
1: played we played Oregon in the Alamo Bowl that year. That was the but before that game, like I was gone like. When that well after that game happened and they called a team meeting after that game to like discuss the bowl game and stuff like that like that's when Lincoln told everybody like I was gone like I didn't go to that meeting I didn't show up I was gone I told my my parents were like mad at me because like that's not the type of like man I am you know not show up or not do anything the right way because I I try to pride myself on doing stuff the right way but like at that point like I had my mind made up but then um you know everything happened my dad just said trust the process like. And I, I remembered, like, well, now I remember, but I'm always reminded I wrote it down that, like, I promised my family I would get a degree from University of Oklahoma, like, when I first got there. <clears throat> Whether I left in three, four, five, six, like, I promised them i will get a degree from University of Oklahoma. So that was my goal, and I was going to make that happen before I made any moves. And then Brent Venables came into the picture, and I'm like, oh, okay, like, Clemson was my second school. Like, if I didn't go to Oklahoma, I was going to go to Clemson. So I'm like, okay, something comes to me, you know. Had a good year, you know, get hurt the last three, four games. But then, like, after that, it was like, yo, like, I've graduated. I'm graduating. Like, I want to play for, like, somebody. Like, I want a fresh start. Like, I want to play for a position coach. I've never played for a position coach that recruited me because the position coach I signed to got fired before I got to school. So it was another position coach that came in. And then after that, it was another position coach that came in. Now, Vanderbilt's recruited me at Clemson, but nobody else on his staff really came that would relate to me, whether that be he was a D.C., but the position coach, the corners coach stayed, like, you know what I'm saying? So it was different. So I'm like, you know, I want a fresh start, and I want to play for somebody that wants Jaden Davis. Like, Jay, they could have had anybody in the country, but they chose Jaden Davis, just like I'm choosing them. So that was like – That was part of the appeal that, of Miami. Yeah, Miami, they, they chose Jaden Davis. You know, they could have recruited any corner in the country. There were thousands of them, literally, like, in the portal. And they chose to take Jaden Davis, a hometown kid on a visit that didn't choose them at first and was down the street. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, like, they they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to do what they did. They didn't have to, like, they didn't have to take me. They, they could have thought they were better guys, but they chose me, and, and that meant a lot, you know, like, them choosing me and them, Wanted me just as much as I wanted to be back home, so that was that was big for me. Two yeah. things,
0: Jaden. You mentioned previously. You said something about your confidence was a little shaken towards the end, and that mm-hmm. Coach Guidry, Coach Cristobal, Coach Adai restored that. So, what happened? How does uh, lose, how does a
1: talented player like you lose confidence? Man, it's long long story, but basically, uh, the um, defensive coordinator didn't recruit me. Obviously, at first. So, you know, When you first through, got to uh, Oklahoma. Yes, sir. So, um, going through that in a DC, like, essentially, like, not really wanting to play you. Like, you could tell when somebody wants to play you. You know, like, when somebody wants to play you, they're going to coach you. <laughs> you know, when, when they say, like, you stop getting coached, like, guys get mad when right. they coach. That's why it's like, I understand, like, I understand what guys are going through, like, when they're going through different trials and tribulations to an extent. Because it's like, if you have been coached too hard, at least you know your coach, like, like, cares about you, like, wants you to succeed, you know? Like, I know what it's like when you get beat and the coach just looks at you and doesn't say anything. Like, that's the real hurt, you know what I'm saying? That's the real, like, that's when you really know, like, okay, like, dang, I was mad he was yelling at me. Now he's not saying anything to me at all. Like, so, like, that's when you know that, like, yeah, like, this ain't This ain't it. So, like, somebody like me, like, I've had confidence my whole life. I've never struggled with confidence. I've never struggled with anything like that. Like, my that, that was my biggest thing because, like, I'm not the biggest guy. Like, I, I always had confidence in myself and confidence, and that's what got me to that point. You know what I'm saying? So, going to somewhere where you felt like, dang, like, they really don't care. They only, they're only playing me because they feel like they have to. Like, they feel like I, they know I'm the best guy, but <clears> – <throat> They don't want to play me. So, if it's just like if I make them, if I miss a tackle, I'm getting pulled. I'm the starter, but the back, the second string guy ends up with more snaps than me at the end of the game. So, it's just like it's different. So, that confidence was big. And and at the DB position, you don't have confidence.
0: You're
1: going to (laughs) get killed. Like, you're going to get killed every time. It has nothing to do. Like, obviously, talent helps. You have confidence. You have no confidence at the DB position. Man, you're gonna get killed. So like that that confidence thing was was big. Like, and I battled that through uh my freshman and junior year. Then my senior year when Venables came, that's when I felt like, okay, a little bit of breath of fresh air, you know. Like I felt like I could be better, like I can have more confidence. Like Venables kind of he kind of uh instilled some more like, yo, you can do this, like stop letting that old what happened in the past affect you. Like you're a better player. You can play this game for a long time if you just believe in yourself. But I think it was just like, like I said, it was Norman. Like, like I said, it wasn't necessarily them or their university or it's a great university procedures. I, I graduated from there. I have a degree with there. I'll always be an alumni. I will always cheer for them. You know what I'm saying? So, but it was just like something about that. I needed a It's a, chance. it's a,
0: it's a, it's a fragile thing, right? Confidence. It mm-hmm. can, it can boost people up that maybe don't have the talent. It could take people who have talent with confidence, take them to another level. It can also drag people down. It's just, it's, it's
1: different. So when I got here, it was like, okay, new place, new space, new house, new cleats, new colors. And then you have coaches that are like, okay, Jaden gets a ball caught on them. Oh, come on, Jaden, let's go. Like, you got it. Like you can do it. Yeah, we know you better than that. Let's go. I'm like, oh, are you not about to pull me? Like, <laughs> you're not about to take me out? Like, oh, all right. So. Let's go. Like, these coaches really believe. And, like, at that point, like, once you realize, like, and then your teammates, even that, like, my teammates at Oklahoma have my back. But it's different when you have, like, coaches and your teammates both have your back. You grew up with them. And you know, like, you can get constructive criticism from guys like Cam, Cam Kitchens, James Williams, Daryl Porter, like, guys that can give you constructive criticism. And you grew up with them. So you know that it only comes from a place of love. Like, there's no hate involved. And you know that in your heart. So it's just like, bro, you can go out there, you can do anything. Like people always talk about the way I played, I played this year and stuff like that, but like, they don't know like about all the like back behind that, like about all the people that helped me throughout the way. And like, where, where like I could have been, if I let that confidence stuff, like keep on going down, you know, like Miami really helped me a lot through everything I was going through. So like, I'll be forever appreciating
0: when you think of great football and baseball, you think about the you. When you get hurt in a car, truck, or motorcycle wreck, you need to think Lobovic Law Group. At Lobovic Law Group, you come first. We work to get you all the money you are entitled to. Injured? You need to call or click Lobovic. Lobovic Law Group, the exclusive sponsor of the Miami Hurricanes and proud sponsor of all things you. Go you. There's a part of the story either you left out or just forgot, but I'm going to insert it here because I, actually, I think people think a lot of times college football, especially highly recruited guys, it's always an easy path. And you kind of alluded to that it's not always a, a smooth transition, no. mm-hmm. but you also had a super, to me at least, interesting and unique in terms of an obstacle you had to overcome, which is the DC you ended up playing for at Oklahoma, not the one yeah. that recruited you. There was a backstory to
1: your relationship with him. So, uh, high school uh, all started Ohio State. My dad played for Youngstown State, which was coached by Jim Trestle at the time. Yeah, we're gonna have to have so a Jim- little side conversation about that real quick because Ohio <laughs> State and
0: Miami don't get along either. So, we'll have a. I like your dad, but we'll have to have a side conversation about <laughs> Mr. Trestle there in a second. It's probably not his fault, but 2003, the Fiesta Bowl. That burns, in my, that burns in my side. So we're just going to
1: park that to the side <laughs> for a second. So he plays for Coach Trest- uh, Coach Trestle, you know, and Coach Trestle goes to Ohio State. He's the head coach. So growing up, my dad played for Coach Trestle. My dad was like, you know, I went to Ohio State a lot, like more than I went to Miami games. Like I went to Ohio State games a lot. Like I was in Columbus. I was up there. I was seeing all that red. So growing up, and wh- I wouldn't That's say I went to Ohio State. Jayden, I just figured it's too much red in your life. That's probably what it is, huh? You needed that orange (laughs) and green. Yeah, I probably did. (laughs) So I I just, uh, I wasn't really, you wouldn't, I wouldn't say I was an Ohio State fan, but that's where I wanted to go, you know, like that's what I knew. So, and I was comfortable with it. So after I got the offer, I was pretty much in my head like, that's where I was going. I was going to Ohio State. And I actually had an official visit set up with my my best friend, Jordan Battle. He plays for the to him so we both had an official visit set. We always wanted to go to the same school. He wanted to commit to Ohio State. I was thinking about it, but I was going to do it. Like, So Alex Grinch gets to Ohio State probably like a month before my visit. But the visit has been set for like two months because this is the first year of early visits and early signing day. So you're, this is in the summertime? Yes. This is the first year of early signing day, which would be in December. So this is the first year you guys can take early official visits, which would be in April. So my visit was set from like February or January or February for like the first weekend of April. So the first weekend of official visits, earlier visits, we set our visit together. It was going done deal. Grinch gets there. And essentially like the week of my visit, like, you know, I never had an official visit before, but I talked to other guys. Like you really supposed to get your, if they, want you to, if they
0: want you to come, like, you kind of know, right? Yeah, That's kind of like the yeah. coaching
1: before. If they mm-hmm. want you, they're coaching you. If they don't want yeah. if they're not coaching, exactly. you up. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, I'm about to come up there on y'all, and you're done because it's an official visit. And, like, the communication just, like, steadily, now, like, just going to, down. Just to
0: insert one small part here. So Alex Greenwich, right? Greenwich. He's new to <laughs> Ohio State. Yes. So he's new to Ohio State right so the staff that was recruiting you is not part of there. it is not
1: there so now he, was, he becomes the co he becomes the co-dc because actually uh chiano the guy Keanu you just played play Rutgers he was the dc that was right. the ones that offered me so now we so- got a new
0: dc grinch you're trying to set things up at ohio state it's going a mm-hmm. little
1: shaky and he tells you what he basically calls me and was like wednesday the- and he's like, yeah, we're going to go in a, a different direction. Like, basically, when I'm like asking, like, why? Like, what's up? Like, and basically, like, they're looking for bigger guys. So, like, they're going in a different direction. So, they canceled my visit. So, my visit Boom, is canceled. Done. Canceled. So, me, I'm like, you know, highly recruited guy. I had 40 something offers, something like that. Like, got Georgia. I got, got all these schools. I'm like, you know what? I don't care about Ohio State. Did the battle still visit. He committed. <laughs> oh, he man. went up there and still committed so that you know that's my best friend but I'm never gonna hold him like he ended up going to Bama though how'd that happen Urban Meyer left Oh, okay and then when Urban left he ends up going to Bama so whatever he commits to Grinch which is crazy because Grinch was the DC safety coach he plays safety so he commits to Grinch I don't like Grinch at all so the the guy he whatever he does all that and I have to see him because he's my best friend is committed to him. We play on the same team. So he's coming to game. Oh, he's coming stuff. to
0: recruit him, talk to he's him. He's coming
1: to, he's talking to, yeah. He comes, he comes in the office. He just looks at me. I'm like, bro, I don't like you. Like, like we, so we have a prior, like, he, and the thing is, Grinch see, probably seen so many recruits, probably said that to so many guys. Like, he doesn't probably remember, like, that he said that to me individually. And, like, I'm not saying he's a terrible person or anything like that, but he probably – and that's how recruiting goes. Like, coaches probably see and talk to so many guys, he probably didn't even know that Jaden Davis was the one that I said this to. He's probably like, oh, y'all have this DB coming up here. He's 5'10", 160 at the time, 5'9", 160. We don't need him. I'll call him. I'm new. Let him know. Put him we on blast. Him. See you so later. Like, Bye-bye. Yeah. So he's not thinking, okay, he's not gonna be here. He's thinking he's gonna be there for a good long time because he just got there. He's not gonna see me, he's not gonna have to worry about me, whatever. Man, my coaching staff, I end up coming to Oklahoma, all that. My coaching staff gets fired. I asked Link, like, yo, Link, like, who are we about to take in as a DC? It's like, oh, I'll let you know. Trust me, got you. Da-da-da. Cause at that point, when your coach, like, if you sign and your coach leaves, you can get out of your NLI. Like you can petition and get out of your NLI. And I still had some schools that were like willing to take me afterwards. But my my uh my parents, you know, talking to my family, they're like, you don't commit to a coach. Like this can't happen. What do you, every time a coach leaves, you're gonna want to leave? That he's like, you commit to a university, you commit to the the history, you commit to that. So I'm like, you know what? I fell in love with the University of Oklahoma, not the defensive coordinator. You know what I'm saying? In my head. So I'm like, all right, cool. And a couple big <laughs> tell
0: me, Jaden, who does Lincoln Riley hire to be his defensive coordinator? Alex Grinch. D co DC the U, guy that D just Universal. told you you're not yep. big enough. Yep. So man, that that was like, dang, like well, the reason why I had you tell this story is because and it can happen with quarterbacks and coordinators and systems, right? So when you went hit the portal you finally got to go play for the people that recruited you mm-hmm. and lo and behold, you're at Oklahoma. Not only was it a new DC that Lincoln Riley mm-hmm. hired, it just happened to be the same guy that, that did not, not too long ago
1: told you, you're not good enough you to know, come to my know. school at Ohio state. Yep. So, but I'm locked in at this point. Like there's no getting out of your NLI. There's no nothing like that. So like it's over with. So I get there, my first meeting I have, you know, we have weigh-ins and stuff. When I first get there, he got there in January. I didn't get there until the summertime. So he was already with those guys for a whole spring. So this is not most of the guys. This isn't their first meeting with him. It's only like me and like five or six guys that came in the summer. Most of the Oklahoma kind of wants most of their guys to come in the spring. They're freshmen. So like five or six of us in, on the defensive side are in the meeting. He's like, we got guys coming in here wanting to play for me. That's 167 pounds. He will never play for me. I'm like, dang. Looking around, none of these guys are sixty seven pounds, but <laughs> me. I'm the smallest guy in there by far. Like, I don't know if people know, but, like, Florida guys are known for being fast. We're not known for being, like, bigger dudes. Like, that's for Texas and, and Nebraska and places. Florida guys in particular are typically smaller. So, I was smaller by far and than all of the other DBs, like, we got guys coming in that's 167 pounds. Not height-wise, but, like, weight-wise. Right. I'm like, dang, like, okay. Like, oh, I got to get this weight up. He <laughs> said. So I go to, like, after me, and I'm like, yo, like, so what do you want me at? He's like, 180. 180. 180? I've never thought about being 180 at that point in time. I'm just thinking I'm going to get to college. I'm going to gain weight. But, like, when you put a number to it, like, 167 and 180, like, that's when stuff gets crazy. Like, okay. How am I going to gain all this weight? Like, how am I? So, man, I did it. I, I was drinking shakes every night. Uh, it was a Canes on campus. We were able to use our swipes. So I'm going to Canes. They, hey, I don't know if you had Canes, but they just, there's Canes down here now. They Raising Canes? The,
0: yes. Uh, my kid, my kid <laughs> loves. We just drove yeah. by one the other day. A, there's one at Doral. That's Baltimore. where it was. Doral. Doral. by in Doral exactly yeah. we drove right by it in Doral he mm-hmm. we were going
1: somewhere else to eat he he begged us to stop there yeah so it's new down here but it's more like a there's, there's a lot Yeah, because we went US. to one he played in the flag tournament in Houston and there was one there and that's when he fell in mm-hmm. love with it. that there's one like so there's one on every corner there was a canes on campus that we could use our swipes for so like in that summertime I'm getting the caniac the caniac is the biggest combo it's six tenders I'm getting them six tenders every night, like running up my little swipes. Like every night, I'm getting six tenders. I'm getting double toast. I'm drinking shakes every night, creatine, everything. I'm trying to make sure that like I'm gaining my weight, and I ended up getting into like one eighty one. But I felt like oop, like I felt like <laughs> a big blob. You're just a big. Mm-hmm. I felt like I-, I couldn't move, but I just did it to like show him that like right in my, in my head, like, I've never been, like, obviously, I've been told no, but, like, in my head, I've never, like, lost, like, I'm not gonna let somebody else, like, stop me from achieving my dream, whether it be a player, whether it be a coach, whether it be anybody, like, if I want to achieve this dream, I feel like I'm gonna do everything possible for them, like, not to tell me no, so I got the 181, but I felt like nothing, like, I couldn't move, and then once I got to that weight, and I couldn't move, that showed them that, like, okay, like, 181 is too heavy for him. So they ended up changing my goal weight to 175. So then I dropped my weight all the way back to like 173, 174. And I ended up playing like the first game I got in the third drive. They put me in. and I played well. The second game I caught two picks, caught a pick six. They called it bad. The third game I led the team in tackles like nine or ten tackles that game. And after that, like we had a bye week. After that, like, you know, PFF, they're like, Highest graded DB in the country, Jaden Davis. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> I'm like, hold on. Had you even this heard? My- had you even heard of PFF? No, I didn't know what PFF was. Mind you, at this time, this is like Derek Singley was going crazy. Like, I'm like, yo, Pat Sertanez still in college. Highest graded DB in the country through through four weeks because we had a bye week. So first three we had games. The bye week, I was still the highest graded, Jaden Davis. I'm like, bro what like this is crazy so after that I played like I'm down there's a three-corner rotation I'm essentially playing like a starter but like it like forced him to like have to play me like during fall camp I was catching picks every day I was doing everything possible to make sure that like my dream would be like I won't be denied like of my dream it it was great for me I mean I feel like not everybody has to go through that but I feel like everybody has to go through trials and tribulations to get where they want to go because if everything just goes smooth for you like eventually you're going to hit something and you're not going to know how to react i was fortunate and unfortunate enough but to hit it as soon as i got to college like (laughs) as soon as i got you got it out of the way man you're good you got it out of the way yeah now now i know okay whenever i face issues i was like okay whatever i'm gonna do i'm gonna win like and that's what i think i tweeted like Uh, a couple of days ago like 2024 I I will win like I'm gonna win now it's another trial and tribulation now it's like okay you're going in the draft prep you're the hula bowl you're projected a late round guy too undrafted but how do you make yourself how do you win in this situation how do you win like so I'm gonna do everything I can do to win in the situation it's like that's all you can do I'm John Davis, Secretary of the Florida Lottery, and I'm proud to lead an agency that is creating
0: brighter futures for Florida students, families, and communities. As the primary funding source of
1: the Bright Future Scholarship Program, the lottery has helped nearly one million students reach their dream of a post-secondary education. And we will continue to do our part to ensure that every student across this state is aware of these opportunities and has the
0: resources needed to succeed. Because together, we can build a brighter future for all. You come in to Miami, a four-year guy, right? Played a lot of games, went through some of the stuff you went through. How much did it help, whether it happened to be Miami, thankfully so, but could have been anywhere that you had all the, ex- so you experienced winning at mm-hmm. a high level and you experienced just what it takes to play and to win. How much did that help you as you transitioned here to Miami? And how much did that help you
1: help coach Cristobal establish what he was trying to establish? I mean, it it helped me individually because I could see, like, I know what worked because we went to – I won two Big 12 championships where I wasn't a leader. I wasn't a leader of the team. I was a guy that was good and was playing well and I was young. My voice was heard, but I wasn't a leader. So I was able to watch guys like CeeDee Lamb, Kenneth Murray. Like, these are guys that, like, are household names that play in that went first round. Neville Gallimore, he plays the, the Cowboys defensive tackle, like, Even guys like Trey Brown, who played for the Seahawks, like I'm able to watch them and like play with them, but still sit back and observe and see how they work, what they do, how they operate. And these are guys that are playing in the league. So coming into Miami, I was able to identify really like, okay, these are the guys that have that like as of right now, you know, everything could change, but have that like they remind me of guys that like get to that next level. Like Cam Kitchens instantly. I always heard the name. I knew him. I've never seen him work before. Coming in, I see why he's everything that he is. Cause he reminds me of C.D. Lamb. He reminds me of Kevin Murray. Like those guys can work. And that's when I knew I was in the right place. But the only thing is those guys knew like how to work for themselves. But as a whole, the team didn't know how to like win. We just didn't know how to like not like not lose. It was it's more about not losing than the win. Before you learn before you win games, you have to learn how to not lose, which is the not shoot yourself in the foot, not do things like come late to workouts and learning how like how big those things are. So coach Crystal Ball like instilled a lot of like trust in me and like instantly like not he he knew me from recruiting, but he didn't know me know me enough to like give like have that much faith in me he, he seen something in me that i maybe didn't even see in myself you know but instantly trusted me with a leadership role in his team and it was his team it was his program and he instantly trusted me based on my character he and what he uh, saw my character to be and a leadership role and the guys at um were open to be led you know what i'm saying like it wasn't like they were closed off to being led it was like okay This is a guy that's came from a winning program and it's won games. He might not be the best player in the country or the best DB ever, but he has seen what it looks like. And even the leaders of this team, like the Cam Kitchens, like James Williams, were open to be led. And I feel like that's why the team took so many steps this year because like we all were able to be led, me too, included. I don't have a banner anywhere. (laughs) I don't have a banner in Oklahoma. I don't have a plaque. I don't have anything at Oklahoma. The only thing that I have is I can go in the, in the indoor and say I was a part of that championship team. I was a part of this team. Cam Kitchens has a banner in the indoor. If anybody could be closed off, it's him. He'll be forever in Miami, any facility they make, he will forever be in it. But when you have a guy like that, that's open to be a follower just as much as a leader, like, that's when you know that, like, this the program's in the right place. And now there's plenty of guys like that. Now, like, Jamari Brown's going to be the same way. Like, it's just guys were open to it. And, and I appreciate Coach Cristobal and stuff for giving me that opportunity, you know. So you saw the shift? I've seen it. it like, <laughs> over the summer, the course of the summer, it was just it big difference. Like, strides, like, monumental strides. And, like, Coach Cristobal is just making, like, He's definitely changing this because the season could have gone way if we ended up what seven and six. yeah, Seven and six, but we it was close games that we we could have won and should have won that we didn't win. But that just shows how hard winning is. Like you change one or two plays and and we're what 10 and 2, <laughs> 10 and 3, you don't know. You like you don't know. And that's how easy it is. Like I experienced that at Oklahoma. Like we went six and seven. We were six and six, and we went and played Florida State, and we were six and seven, but we lost five one score games by so five games by a total of I think fourteen points or seventeen points that season could have easily been a ten win season, so it's just so easy to get caught up in like the record and oh, they're not winning, they're not good, they're not in the a c c championship they're not good but or the record says seven and six like that's not good enough, like yeah, I mean, Miami's a winning program used to just spoil like just like. Oklahoma was, spoiled with great players. But, like, that shift is, like, it definitely happened this year, and I, I felt it, and I, I feel like that it's really going to start showing these next couple of years, especially with these recruiting classes. Who's got you excited, Jaden? Who's got you excited? Man, like, it, and on the team, man, you got you got guys like Anez Cooper coming back to, to school, like, who could, who could literally – he was a sophomore. Yeah. He's good enough. He's good as any Olaman I've seen. Like, he's good at any. You got guys like that. You got Damari Brown as a freshman. You got guys that the world has really never seen, like a, a Robert Stafford who's just, like, raw, raw talent. You know, Jadis Richards. This is just guys on defense. Or, or even Coop is just somebody I, I've seen. You got Mark Fletcher. You got guys that people have seen a glimpse of. But it's just, like, once they get that, okay, now they know how the game works because the game is probably still a little bit fast for them. And they're still making plays. Like those are young guys doing more than, than I've seen a lot of young guys do in a long time. You know, do you know I'm the saying? do you know the
0: guys from St. Thomas that are coming in?
1: Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, they're they're definitely gonna be. I love seeing St. Thomas guys eat, man. <laughs> At the U. They're gonna be, bro. Matt, Matt, that's my little silent killer. <laughs> he's gonna be <laughs> Brian, Matt. He not gonna yeah, he's not gonna say much, but he gonna, you know, feel me, OJ, OJ, Federico, he's more of a, he, he might say more than Mag, but he's not gonna say much either, you know what I'm saying? So you got you got those guys in, in the back end, they gonna handle it. Jordan, gonna run that thing. Like, it's just, you know what I'm saying? It's good to see St. Thomas guys come to the U, stay at the crib, and, and do what they do because, you know, I, what I'm gonna say, St. Thomas is the, the best high school in the, in the country, so you got good. the best high school in the country, and, and you come into the U, like... Great things are going to happen. Join us at Gulfstream Park this spring with live action Thursday through Sunday. Enjoy entertainment outdoors at the Carousel Club or feast in Ten Palms. Not hungry? Visit our many on-site shopping locations from fashion stores to home furnishings. For schedules, reservations, and tickets, visit GulfstreamPark.com.
0: Last okay. couple things, Jay, and I'll let you go. And you got we gotta get off to the hula ball. I gotta get you rested, man. I don't want to get in trouble if you're not getting any rest. <laughs> no, you good. So you read Lance Gidry. I imagine you've read or saw that he's he's staying. Mm-hmm. So talk to me about Coach Gidry. What what is what makes him special?
1: What make what make what, what makes him work and makes that defense work? What makes everything work is the type of person he is. It's crazy because like you can. Like, a scheme is only as good as, like, how much you really, like, believe in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody else could have the same scheme that Guidry has and it not work. Like, there's only so much you can do in football, especially on defense. There's only so much you can do. But, like, especially, like, what he did with those guys in Marshall, like, you could say that he did more with less. We don't know the exact talent level, but Marshall shouldn't be beating, quote-unquote, shouldn't be beating schools like Notre Dame or stuff like that. So, it's like, when he got to Miami... He knew that, like, he's able to get you, to coach you up, but to know you, like I said earlier, from a place of love. He's going to coach you up, then he's going to laugh and smile at you and crack a joke. Or he's going to, like, he's going to crack a joke, then he's going to get on you. Like, he knows how to be that good cop, bad cop kind of. He knows how to, like, talk to each individual player because, like, me personally, I can take a guy yelling at me. I can take because I had a, a coaching dad. You know what I'm saying? I had a dad that was a coach. So you can coach me really hard, and I'm not going to take it personal. But there's some guys that didn't have that coaching father or didn't come from that. So when you coach them really, really hard and yell at them and scream at them, like, that's not how you get the best results from them individually. That doesn't mean they're soft. That doesn't mean they're not coachable. It's just you have to know how each player needs to be coached. He knows how each player on the team needs to be coached. He knows that, okay, I can yell at Jaden, I can yell at Jamar, but I can't yell at him. Like, he knows that, okay, I have to talk to him. And, and knowing that and being a people's person and being able to relate to everybody on the team, especially, like, South Florida guys, the way we are, it's just, <laughs> that's yeah, what makes right. it. I would say that uh, having
0: been around the high school scene down here, there is, something to, there is something to coaching here that there has to be some relatability.
1: You, mm-hmm. have, to- you have to. You have to.
0: And he's good at it. He's
1: great. (laughs) If you – and I feel like here, like, if you can't relate to your team, like, they're not going to, like – I don't know. It's a South Florida thing. It's kind of weird. But if if you can't relate to them, they're not going to respect you. Like, as a young – I'm talking about younger kids and and stuff like that that don't really know. Like, they're not going to respect you if you can't really relate to them. Like, if you can't feel what necessarily they've gone through or what they're going through, like, if you can't relate to them, it's going to be hard for you to get the best out of them. But Coach Guidry, I don't know something about that Louisiana. Some it was some in the water. Some he just <laughs> <laughs> he know he know what he's doing. I was first you know when I'm they saying? when he got hired. Someone on the staff told me he goes, "You're gonna
0: love him. He's a ball coach. He's just a ball coach that gets kids. He's a he could coach anything, but he's just
1: he's just wired that way. It's just he's different. Like he's really different. Like he he gonna be a great coach for years to come. I'm, I'm happy they got him to stay because boy, he could be could be anywhere right now. coaching somebody. What about Coach Adai? Coach Adai, that's my guy right there, man. He He's more calm, cool, collected, but when he has to get on you, he'll get on you, you know? And But he's, he's more experienced. He, he's confident in his coaching styles. Again, he also knows how to talk to this person and how to talk to this person. And he's very, like, smart and intelligent and knowing, like, what techniques we need to use this week or what we need to do this week or, or even making game-time adjustments. That was something big for me that was a change, like, at Oklahoma, we didn't really make that many game time adjustments earlier in my career. But Adai and Guidry can cook something up, like, mid-game. Like- it's funny you say that. Coach Guidry was on this podcast before he got here, and he basically
0: said the first person that can make an adjustment, right? Because usually, he, he the way he explained it was, you know, a team's going to come and they've scouted you. So they're going to try and do something to hurt you. But once you figure that out, you get them out of that and get them back to what they want to do, then you know it and you, you, you you're good mm-hmm. once you figure out what they're doing and you can adjust to it the first one to make an adjustment that's the one that can figure it out and no, that's the one it. that plays well
1: did you see that feel that have that this yeah. year yeah for 100 the adjustments are like that's what make or break like us as a team like they are able to identify okay and then it's the feedback that we give like we come to the sideline we're like Cam saying, "Oh, coach, don't run this blitz. This blitz isn't working. Or I'll come and like, coach. Every time we run this blitz, I'm getting picked up. It's eliminating the blitz. Our guys out there in coverage zero. Okay, cool. I'm gonna go to G, G. Da 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 We're throwing out this blitz. We're gonna start running this instead. We're gonna trade this. We're gonna... And like these in game adjustments is like, because like you said, a team has scouted you. A team knows what you're gonna do, and they have a game plan to defeat that. So like." Once you get them adjustments in and everybody starts feeling comfortable, and then you can kind of tell when our secondary in general start to all move together, oh yeah, it's over with like <laughs> got that rhythm, right? It's so, bro, it was it was the happiest I've been playing football in a long time playing at Miami. just like I felt like I was playing out there playing in the backyard with like my my friends, like my real like brothers, you know what I'm saying. so it was just it was a great experience. All right. Well, Jaden, I think we're going to end. That's a perfect
0: way to end this, man. That's a yeah, perfect yeah. way to end this. Appreciate you. We've obviously spent time together before, but uh, you were great. And I, I think I'll, I'll now say this publicly. I was preparing for this. You were on another podcast, the Momentum Podcast. I was in the kitchen, and my wife didn't see your face, didn't know who you are. My kids knew who you are. My wife just said, He's good. He's good. <laughs> so if and when, at some point, football will end, get yourself in the mm-hmm. media world. Get yourself in this business. (laughs) I got you. Yes, sir. But you're off to the hula bowl, right? Yes, sir. To make sure that next chapter of that, your career goes right. Got to, got to go out there with confidence, show out for the you, man. All right. Jaden Davis, thank you, man. Thanks for being on here.
1: Thank you. I appreciate you.